Now, it's time for 2010 National Sports Writer of the Year, Peter King, from MMQB on the NFL on TuneIn. Peter, always a pleasure. With John Gruden returning to Oakland today, it felt like a coronation. What are your expectations for how he's going to do in his second stint with the Raiders? Brian, to me, I think one of the big questions about Gruden is uh, going to be, can he fix the quarterback? Because I, I don't know how you can't be sort of a Derek Carr fan based on his 2016 season, but I think he regressed last year. And I think Gruden, you know, I talked to Chris Sims last week. He was a, a longtime Gruden quarterback in Tampa uh, for my podcast. And one of the things he said is that, you know, that, that Derek Carr is going to get coached hard every day. And I think that's what Derek Carr needs. Uh, and I also need think that that offense needs some leadership. Uh, it's tough when you bring in a guy like Marshawn Lynch and you say to the quarterback, hey, you're the boss of this offense. And it's tough because, you know, Marshawn Lynch is a, is a huge leader in and of himself. So anyway, I, I think it's a really good hire. I understand the trepidation and what everybody says, how crazy it is to get a guy for for 10 years. And I agree with that. I think that teams are going to be a little bit shaky about uh, the Raiders are going to be shaky about Gruden after seven or eight months, never mind seven or eight years. But I do think it's something that they needed. I like the hire. I just think it might cost them some money on the back end. You know, when you look at how things look, about the National Football League, just comparing San Francisco to Oakland. This six-year deal you see with Kyle Shanahan and also uh, with their GM and, and John Lynch, do you kind of see this being a trend that now all of a sudden you see John Gruden get 10 years to where three, three to four years is not enough? It has to be five, six, maybe well, no, 10 years I th- to do it. Cordell, I think this is an outlier because I think what happened in this story is that so Al Davis dies in 2011. Mark Davis three different times has tried to hire John Gruden, and finally he gets him. So uh, I think this is one of those things where finally Mark Davis said, okay, look, I got to make this offer so stupid that he can't say no. And, I mean, John Gruden, for the next decade, to coach a football team is being paid $100 million dollars. And I'm not saying that that's wrong. I'm saying that is, holy crap, that's, that's <laughs> what that is. That's, that's utterly unbelievable. And so, I mean, it's almost one of these things that he offered him so much money he couldn't say no. And so I don't think you're going to see the Indianapolis Colts offer Josh McDaniels 10 years, $100 million. <laughs> Although you never know what Jim Irsay is. We take no, you don't Peter know. You don't know. <laughs> MMQB. Peter, we're down to four open coaching jobs now. Which one that's still available do you think is most attractive? Oh, great question. I would say probably Indianapolis because I trust Chris Ballard. Um, and I do think that Andrew Luck, from everything that I've heard, is going to be okay. Now, is that an absolute sure thing? No. Um, So you'd probably be taking a little bit of a leap of faith. But I think Andrew Luck still has some good or some great, not just good years ahead of him. 
Alex Smith in Kansas City has, I think, put up his better year. I mean, his first time yeah. in his career, throwing for over 4,000 yards. Where do you see him landing uh, next season if he's not with Kansas City? Uh, you know, to me, I kind of look at this Cordell and I say, let's look at history, okay? John Dorsey in Cleveland is not going to play with Pickett, you know, uh, Sam Darnold or Josh Rosen or Josh Allen, whoever. He's not going to play a rookie quarterback opening day barring a major upset. And I would be surprised if he's playing Deshaun Kaiser opening day, although he might. Um, He's a veteran quarterback guy. And so my feeling is he's bringing in a veteran quarterback. So who's he going to bring in? I mean, is there any way he can get Sam Bradford? Maybe. Is there any way? But the logical thing is that he brings in a guy who he knows. And the other thing that that uh, that John Dorsey loves is that about Alex Smith is that he knows that Alex Smith will walk in the door working. And he's going to show whoever they draft and Deshaun Kaiser, he's going to show them this is how you prepare to play quarterback in the NFL. If you ask the Chiefs right now, they'll tell you that one of the great things about having Pat Mahomes on the team this year, whatever happens next year, is that he learned how to prepare uh, from one of the best in, in Alex Smith. Now, I'm not saying that, that he absolutely will go there. I'm saying that, in my opinion, I think Cleveland's going to go after him. And uh, I, But I also think that other teams, I would not be surprised if, if Arizona goes after him. I will not be surprised, even though they probably wouldn't do it, if Denver goes after him. I think the apple of Denver's eye, honestly, going into the offseason, is Case Keenum as far as bringing in a veteran. Um, but I, I still think, I still think that Minnesota, you know, uh, all things being equal is going to try to, uh, re-sign Case Keenum if the money is reasonable after the year. Peter King is our guest on the NFL on tune. And Peter, last one for me this weekend, you wrote about your conversation with Patriot owner, Robert Kraft, after the ESPN report suggesting there's major friction within the organization. How do you reconcile what Kraft told you compared to what was detailed in the ESPN piece? I've been trying to reconcile it ever since Kraft adamantly told me it never happened. And as I've told people, I've known Kraft for a long time. And to the best of my knowledge, I've, I've I mean, I've, I trust him implicitly. So I can't tell you. I also think that Seth Wickersham is very, very good. And so I guess the only point that I would make about this is I think something happened. And I think a few things are happening inside that organization. Um, and uh, all you have to do is, is look at sort of the reporting around this story uh, this season, you know, by the Boston Globe, by ESPN, by other outlets, uh, by basically by those two outlets. And something's going on. Something is happening. I don't know all of what it is, but I do think in the very near future. I, you know what I'm interested in, guys? You, you, you tell me. I mean, the, 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 you know, Brady's fitness guru. I mean... I, I hate to say it. I, just, I don't care that much about that story. I, I mean, I know it probably ticks off Brady, but so what? He's still going to come in and try to win games and all that stuff. I, you know, I, it's not that big. What's a big deal to me 
is if the owner ordered the code red, right. you know, if the owner owner ordered the, the quarterback to be the backup quarterback to be traded, that's a big deal, you know, and he claims absolutely not. And, and uh, who knows? But so so all I'm saying is that is the part of that story down deep in the story that when I look at it, I think would be the most concerning long term uh, to uh, the Patriots long term stability. And that's sort of why I highlighted that. Peter, great information as always, and as a testament to the power of technology, sounds like you're right in the room with us. Wonderful <laughs> I, audio today, Peter. I am right in the room with you. Don't lie. Oh, it's radio, <laughs> theater of the imagination. All right, Peter, quietly leave the room as I continue. Thank you, Peter. We'll chat with you later this week. Hey, have a great rest of the week, guys. We'll talk to you on Thursday. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.